It's once again time for Not Playing with Lex and Dan. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm Dan Morin. And I'm Lex Friedman. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so Not Playing for the uh, the new to the show. We watch movies that everybody else has seen, but that at least one of us uh, hasn't. And tonight it's uh, it's my turn again. We're seeing a movie that I have never seen before. Well, I've mostly never seen before. I was in the movie theater for this movie at one point, but uh, I was very young. My parents couldn't find a sitter, and I fell asleep. You were in the vicinity of the movie. Right. What year did uh, The Hunt for Red October come out, Dan? I believe it is a 1990 film, which is interesting because its its predominant thing, as you'll sort of see, is is the Cold War. I believe the book, I would have to check. Maybe you don't know it's based on a book. So I did that a spoiler? That. It's based on a book. That's okay. Um, and I think that, I want to say that came out earlier. My guess is 84? Yeah, 84. Okay. So the movie definitely takes place a little later, and because of the Cold War thing, like the whole, you know, the 1990 Cold War thing, I, maybe it's set in 1984. I don't even remember. But so I, I, would, I would have been nine when my parents took me to the theater to see it. Uh, maybe 10, because movies were in theaters for longer then, and uh, uh, I believe it was at the 99-cent theater. Um, and movies didn't start there. But so I, I did fall asleep. But uh, here's what I know about The Hunt for Red October. Tell me. Uh, I know Alec Baldwin's in it, but I only know that because I've seen, um, I, I saw it when I went to Netflix. Uh, I knew it starred Sean Connery. Okay. I believe it stars a submarine in the role of a submarine. It is introducing a submarine as itself. <laughs> um, I believe, you know, you say it's based on a book. I believe it's by Tom Clancy or one of his ilk. Mm-hmm. And, um, man. I don't really know much about it. I believe like most of the movie is going to be claustrophobically set within the submarine. And I, I feel like there's uh, some tenseness around who's in control of the ship or something. Okay. I, I don't right. really know. That's, those are all, um, yeah, those are all good things to think about as we watch. Now, Netflix thinks that I would give this film around, uh, around three and a half stars. Okay. That's not bad. No, it's not terrible. You know, it occurs to me as I'm thinking about this, is this is this like Alec Baldwin famously played some novel hero from I again, I think it's Tom Clancy, but I couldn't really tell you for sure, and then wanted too much money to reprise the role, so then like Ben Affleck started playing it or Matt Damon started playing one of those guys. One, there, one of the there, Affleck brothers. There I will say that like um, many other, you know, cinematic franchise characters, your James Bonds, what have you, there are a there are multiple people who have played the role that he plays in this movie. And I will Got happily discuss that with you after we watch. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch it. I, I, I really right, know very little. I like this movie a lot. I, I actually saw it not too long ago, maybe last year at some point. Um, I showed it to a, one of my cousins because I thought she would enjoy it. And, did um, she? Yeah, I think she did. Um, I, I But I found that, you know, I've seen this movie maybe half a dozen times, and I found that I thought it held up pretty well, but I'm a sucker for the kind of movie this is. So, And see, I'm not exa- I imagine it's got to be kind of like thriller-esque or military thriller mm-hmm. um and i think i could get behind that all right cool well let's uh without any further ado i do 
I do. Well, with one further ado, <laughs> perhaps we should watch. Just the one. Let's do it. You know, it happens that uh, The Hunt for Red October is streaming on Netflix. Fantastic. So if, you've got, if you've got a Netflix subscription, you could watch along for free or watch it on your own time and just, you know, whatever. Enjoy listening to us. Or yeah. don't just watch the movie. I mean, I guess yeah. if you're here, you're already listening to us. So yeah. we've already won. That's kind of why I abandoned. So we paused after the Paramount logo faded out, and our clocks show two fourteen forty nine remaining. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's press play shortly. In three, two, one. This is good so far. I knew that. Oh, titles, and the audio's coming out the wrong place. The entire movie is like this. They just it's just text. It's a text adventure. <laughs> this is not based on a true story though. Based on a true story that never happened. Yeah, so okay. also known as not a true story. A false story, if you will. Could you believe that they fit all of this inside a submarine? That's impressive, impressive. isn't it? Yeah. I realized I thought the audio was coming from the wrong place, but I just had the volume on Netflix really low. I have since corrected that problem. I will warn you that this does have a fantastic... I really like the score for this movie, especially there's a lot of, like, Russian... Okay. Russian singing. I didn't read that last one. (laughs) It's all right. It's near someplace in Russia. That's all you need to know. I know how long it takes to get from Minsk to Pinsk. Hey, it's subtitled. A little bit of it. You know what they say in Russian, don't you? Tough Luxky. That is Russian. You know what they say in Southern Russian? Tough Luxky, y'all. I was going to say, do you know what they say in Canadian Russian? <laughs> Tough Luxky, eh? <laughs> That's also Pig Latin, as it turns out. It's that boat is trying to make friends. Hi. Hi. That's Sam Neill. Indeed it is. There are uh, a few other recognizable faces in here. He's from Jurassic Park. Also, Sean Connery's Russian accent in this movie. Terrible. As good good as his accent in every movie where he's trying to not have his actual accent. (laughs) Um, oh, they're on a submarine. Indeed. Um, as we used to say, my friends and I used to repeat to each other, I am a Russian submarine captain. <laughs> so, I don't know which one is Red October. <laughs> I guess I guess they haven't found it, so that must not be it. Oh, yeah, and I forgot this is John McTiernan, who directed previously a movie that you watched and enjoyed. Which movie was that? That would be Die Hard. I was going to guess Die Hard. Alec Baldwin, one of my favorite Baldwins. They couldn't get Billy Baldwin. I forget, Dan. Have you seen Glengarry Glen Ross? I think I ask you this every week. No. Krasny October. In case you're curious, I do know Russian. Wow. I didn't know that you knew Russian. Well, not very well. Joss Ackland, no relation to Joss Whedon. Nope. Tim Curry. Yeah. My gosh. Is he reprising his role from... Uh, He's currying favor. 
Is is he reprising his role from the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, yes, that is what he plays. Peter Firth, you may not know, but I, I like Peter Firth. Hey, we've seen James Earl Jones before. We have. In real life now. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jones, my goodness. Yes. I, didn't we see him in something earlier? We did. He's the one who he's has the, like the, the pedophilia arrest. or the. Yes, but he's the... Um, isn't he the dad in Beetlejuice? Yes, that's yeah. correct. I didn't know there were so many Scars guards in the world. He is the Stalin of them all. Fred Thompson. That's the, uh, the congressman turned yep. actor. Well, actor turned congressman turned mm-hmm. actor. And Courtney B. Vance. I think this may be Courtney B. Vance's first movie. Mm. No relation to Johnny B. Good. No. Well, there's at least one actual Russian. I saw this name. Yes, Ronald Gutman. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's happening in this movie so far. I hope that's okay. I sometimes, we haven't ever talked about this, but sometimes I get stressed in the beginning of a movie when they haven't done clear, crystal clear exposition yet and you're in that confused state. We're getting there. That's Alec Baldwin. We yep. saw him in Beetlejuice too. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, known for his affection for his daughters. <laughs> She gets no billing here, but that is Gates McFadden, who played famously played Dr. Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation. I've never seen Star Trek. Also, she's not British, which is weird that she adopts a British accent for this. Oh, she Madonnaized for the film. And I don't believe that character is British either, so I don't know why they decided to go that way. <laughs> I think I know. In a, in a more recent version of this film... That character is played by a British actress who adopts an American accent. Wait, th- there's a remake of this movie? Um, sorry, I'm not a more recent uh, film with these characters. They did a, oh. like a reboot of this character. Um, he's and he's played by uh, Chris Pine. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? It's uh really annoying flight attendant leave me alone (laughs) what the hell so you're crazy then shut up lady don't tell me what to do mom (laughs) you know if sam neil's in this movie and that coffee cup was jiggling i'm pretty sure there's a t-rex on that plane yeah he's in coach well, of course. Tom Clancy, I totally nailed that. You very good. Well I don't played. think I've read any Tom Clancy books, but I would. I'm not opposed. I just never. Well, have. I guess he's living in England at the beginning of this. I forgot about that because there is a in one of the uh, subsequent books. There's a there's an issue with uh, him living in England. Gotcha. Oh, Jack Ryan, right? That's who it is. Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. That is his character. Yes. Harrison Ford's played Jack Ryan, right? Indeed. He took over after Alec Baldwin. Got it. I was, but he has been played. Affleck, Affleck, Affleck also played him. And, and as did Chris Pine. Hey. <laughs> because I'm a dick.
But good guess. Old man. <laughs> so we considered it. Who can afford that anyway? You're fucking with me, aren't you? Hey, we found her. Hunted. hunt for that guy's leg that's a sequel trust me I'm a doctor <laughs> what I don't have any idea what that meant I think he's saying that it's on the move you think I don't know how your Netflix is, but when mine streamed that shot, that it was did it really rough. crappily. That was some, some artifacting there. Yeah. Which may be problematic because a lot of this movie takes place, you know, <laughs> underwater. It'd be pretty hilarious if Netflix really botched this. Wow, that is a loud submarine. Holy moly. You know, it's good that you noticed that, but that's not the Red Eye Tower. That's a Los Angeles class attack sub. You know your submarines. <laughs> is this a Verizon ad? Yes. Toilet paper. Wow. Guy's pretty qualified. Why are they using such old equipment? <laughs> Snaps. Yeah, you just got served.
See, if they made it today, they'd say iPod. <laughs> there is a difference. Oh, jeez. There's a lot of terms I don't know. I guess that's not toilet paper. I think it might be. For screen cleaning? Yes. Do you need me to translate? No, that's all right. I mean, I got the gist. Okay, that's all you really need. Right. You'll pick it up. I didn't know what he was saying it probably was. I wasn't entirely clear on that. Yeah. Some kind of old boat. <laughs> oh, I like his hat. It's a good hat. This is what that other scene sounded like to me. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can. I hope you, you know, took at least a couple of years of Russian if you're going to want to really understand this movie. Right. Do your homework. Oh. So Do they get to speak in accented English for most of the film? I love that trope. No. Terrible Russian accent. You have the con. And it's wrath. You never have seen that. No. I don't even know what it is. You have the pro. And the con. Ah, his door says, Kamar Kabafrilov. Commander Kabinya. That's what I said. Peter Firth's accent is actually pretty good. Well, he's not wrong. This guy played a uh, spy master in a British show called Spooks for a long time. What are we zooming in on? His mouth. Oh my god. Can you also understand Russian now? That that zoom was to represent that we've switched to understanding them in English now? Yes.
or Kugub for short. And like a mushu pork. I was going to go there, but you beat me to it. Thank you. Now that's a safe. It's okay. Who puts the orders there? And how do they get there? They come in from the other side. It's like a dumb waiter. There's just a guy who's locked in a room. It's the only secure way to do it. And the Oscar goes to? Sean Connery. You got served. Whoa. I did not see that coming. Well, Peter Firth, Sally Forth. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I was definitely not expecting this. Now, what made the mission historic, would you say? They will discuss that a little oh, okay. bit. Okay. It's okay that I don't yet understand why it's historic. Yeah, not yet. Oh, uh, eh? Uh, the old oh, switcheroo. He's gone rogue. That, that seems an, a, a not bad assessment there. A fire on a submarine, eh? <laughs> I set my papers on fire. <laughs> also, this guy's dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, a fire on a submarine is... You can't mess around with that. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's not as bad as a fire in space. But it's pretty bad. Ah, damn it. That's purple November. Keep looking, guys. So many submarines. Now, if it's something that's below a submarine, do they call it a sub-submarine? It's a supermarine. Hmm. Weirdly, Marines very rarely work on submarines. Indeed. Assistant, you know, people who replace Marines, they do it. 
He's much younger in this movie. <laughs> it's a perfect diagram. Small thing turns into a butterfly. <laughs> Me neither. What is the sound of one whale humping? <laughs> it's time for a little history lesson. already claimed its first casualty. Damn you, Caterpillar Drive. Tim Curry. Hey, it's Tim Curry. Do you think Loganoff ever makes stroganoff in the kitchen? Probably. Once a week. <laughs> I'm just a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible memory. 
Sir, it's it's the early nineties. My computer needs some time. That's as fast as it goes. Totally got two keys now. <laughs> I could just like throw one away. I'd still have one left. You just gotta stay in the baffles, man. Then they can't hear you. I'm I'm baffled by that strategy. Nice to be done, yeah. We'll be cruising at 35,000 feet. Aha. Checkers. Oh. <laughs> It's part cheesy. <laughs> As we pay Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> How do we sail into, are we going backwards?
Who's driving this ship? I thought you had to be quiet on submarines. I guess not. They're singing God Bless America, by the way. In Russian. The way it was meant to be heard. I'm singing, though. I'm singing. We're still not clear on why he felt he had to kill that other guy, right? Not yet. Oh, they are singing, I guess. I hadn't noticed. I thought that was simply playing in my head. Kill everyone who's singing. I always wanted to be a composer. (laughs) I like that everybody else is tilt, is like. (laughs) Tilty. Tilty. No, if there's one place you don't need a baseball cap. Whale something. You've been down here way too long, dude. This is going to be important. It's got that feel, man. It's Kojak. Haven't seen it. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this guy. He's my favorite character. Go fuck ski yourself is the <laughs> kind of impression he has. I love that that guy is like the most American guy in this movie. <laughs> Playing a Russian dude. It's the director's son. It's that guy. <laughs> well, if you're going to decorate your office with pictures of something... Polo. That's the best letter opener in the world. (laughs) 
Oh, right on the desk? Come on, dude. Sacre bleu. That is... Dropping that makes the phone ring. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, you don't even get to be on the submarine. <laughs> this is the only secure place. Why, why did you send me to do that? Eyes only, but what about noses? Can I translate the information into my brain? It says eyes only, mouthy. Sorry, I thought you said me. With the what now? With the who? Huh? I mean paper. <laughs> what you feel? What you smell? <laughs> Tell him about your favorite dinner. Tell him what you had for dinner. Yeah, I got a good navel. The red is for carrot top. <laughs> Bowen Stern manages my retirement account. Oh, no, no, that's Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, boy.
then we're all going to die. What? Say what? So it's in part the Russians who are hunting for Red October? Mmm, twisty. <laughs> hey, it's where is Sean Connery? There he is! his favorite number 23 same as the number of donuts I ate last night not you not you yeah milkshakes love them Have you seen the movie Space Jam? Doctor. <laughs> nice. I'm a super analyst. <laughs> James Earl Jones' hand there. <laughs> this movie's nothing to sneeze at, though I did just sneeze. Sorry. Oh, now he's Dr. Ryan. He's going to make him clap all the erasers.
Something defecto. Cupcakes? You're handsome. Yeah. You're the star of this film. You're dead. Alpha class. That's not how I thought you spelled alpha. Uh, generally in the NATO alphabet, that is how you spell it. I'm learning so much today. I know. I'm, I'm here to help. I hated that paper. What? What? There are no numbers bigger than a hundred. One oh six. You can smoke on a submarine? It's not a good idea. I really liked him. I like to relax to some smooth jazz. In my spare time, I'm a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shut up. But I'm hungry. Maybe yap a little bit less yeah, while you're at it. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's a locked room mystery. The coldish order of the dining club. Poutine is delicious. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> You start in Canada. I mean, yes, but I slammed his head into a table first. I can't unkill him. <laughs> Believe me, I tried. It said, Nyan Nyan Boo Boo. Mixed cookies. I like those odds. <laughs> Anyone want to slip on some tea? <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, if red jumpsuit guy's in, I'm in. We didn't even eat. There's all this bread on the table.
However, what the hell were you thinking? I hate everything. <laughs> now, what was Connery's conclusion in the preceding scene to Sam Neill there? What was that? What was Connery's conclusion in the preceding scene? He's he's worried about finding, you know, basically a, a cowboy who's going to yeah. like try to blow him up. That's what I thought. Bub. <laughs> I Captain, invented by Apple. I think it's got a real beat and I can dance to it. (laughs) (laughs) That that is a great drum beat. Gotta have a ruler. Just keep going. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hey. My marker kind of stinks, though. 
Whoa. The I.I. Captain was the successor to the I. Captain. <laughs> right. Gonna play my Paganini now. Oh, wait, I can beat that. He'd say it in Russian, though. <laughs> Eat them. <laughs> One of my favorite songs by the Go Go's, We Got the Boat. I've never slept in my life. Why are things liable to get a little dicey around there? They're going to play some dice. Nice. Total party kill. Well played. That's why he hates flying. You just got served, Charlie. Just like happened in Vietnam. <laughs> they did keep in the recent Chris Pine version, they did keep the helicopter accident and the learning to rewalk thing, which I thought was interesting. Except, it's, of course, he gets shot down over like Afghanistan or something. I think they used the learning to walk thing as a crutch. I was pretty proud of that, Dan Moore. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I mean, it's a little bit of a typecast. <laughs> Yes, yes it is. 
I'm gonna start jogging. Beep. <laughs> they just started their own show. That would be a neat trick. What? What you talking about, Willis? But I was on the phone with you. <laughs> There's a lot of guys on that ship who just repeat things. Yes. Kind of weird. I feel like the redundancy is... This is some damn fine coffee. All these knots are giving him knots in his stomach. Ha ha ha. That's not funny. No. This is not playing. We're gonna we're gonna do entirely submarine based movies next year. I don't think even we would sink that low. <laughs> uh, it'd be quite the dive. We'd be way out of our depth. I will say, sometimes these extended submarine sequences, I don't expect that they're gonna like crash in anything or anything. So it's. It's just kind of waiting out the inevitable. It's like a really long car chasing when you know the good guy's going to succeed. You know what I mean? It's got to enjoy it for the artistry. Look at that. He's like. So as you were saying. You needed to be told that?
I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just naming things. Because I'm the freaking captain. Boom. No boom. Inherently. <laughs> Prelude. Into that, sir. Is this guy played by Henry Kissinger? Bear Foxtrot. It's my favorite Sunday morning comic strip. Love hearing those. Oh, got a bit of a buzz. <laughs> Battle stage. <laughs> that, that that guy's like their human clock. That's just plain crazy.
when you really need to avoid torpedoes, Elka Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Uh oh. Is there a plan to dam the torpedoes? <laughs> I don't have time to build a dam. Ah. This guy's doing a great tracing <laughs> tracing job. I have created this beautiful picture, Captain. Wait for He's, it. You're going to miss your exit. Stop counting. None of us even have seatbelts on. This thing doesn't have airbags. Someone turned on the splash pool. <laughs> no pressure. It doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> you guys are going to love America. <laughs> Sabotage. Is it that guy? (laughs) 
Jackpot. And my name is Jack. That was a close shave. Is this a joke? Everyone calls me Jack. I'm a doctor. Frankly, I would say he's a jack of all trades. Well, mainly one. The guy's giving him the death glare. Missile Command. I love this game. <laughs> Is that an iPad? <laughs> yes. Your daughter has a stereo. <laughs> boop, beep, beep, bloop. This thing isn't touch sensitive. Beep beep. What kind of gas can? <laughs> and how much gas? I mean, but that wasn't a helicopter. That's what we have to fly you in, sir. Damn you, helicopter.
Wait, he's flying himself? I've always wanted my very own helicopter. Have you? <laughs> Peace out. See ya. That is rudderly ridiculous. I mean, he's got nowhere to go. Right. It is a submarine. <laughs> uh, I guess that's not funny. I mean, that's why it's a phantom. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Do you hear what I hear? Can I eat rabbits? You do not understand America. My parents live in Arizona. Hmm. 
Hey, it's toilet paper time. He's cleaning off his display. And that would be bad? <laughs> I just want a can of Pringles. <laughs> it's the most American food in the world. Never had them in Mother Russia. <laughs> I can't imagine him saying Mother Russia. Coca-Cola. Slipped on some tea. <laughs> Awkward. Sir, we need some bigger glasses. Alec Baldwin is on his way here. <laughs> here, but I, I haven't done my hair. Keep expecting him to be like old Alec Baldwin.
So chew on that, tough guy. I do not like helicopters. It's not very stealth. This looks like the worst thing ever. Best day ever. <laughs> Did you ever see, uh, I think we just talked about how we both saw it, that Ben Stiller movie? Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yes. I'm reminded of that scene. Yep. <laughs> Stiller, spoiler alert, jumps in the wrong direction. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man, this looks unfun. Maybe like she shouted at like, me more. I like that they make the senior, the senior officers have to do this. See, see you later. Enjoy. Not our problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, we dropped him off. Nobody's taking care of him. (laughs) My hair.
OMG. Pretty much. Awkward. Cut. He's all wet. Maybe I screwed up. Did I get this all wrong? <laughs> I had to go on a helicopter. Ooh. Well, let's <laughs> go purple instead. It is kind of red. This is what I remember. I definitely woke up when the movie was this color, and I assumed this is why it was called Red October. <laughs> when you hunt for Red October, do as the Red October does. Yeah. They're well read. Supposed to make that sound. And it popped.
Damn it, I could have asked for four. It's a double, 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 double cross. You're crazy, Ivan. Just like Alec Baldwin predicted. Oh, your order's ready. I don't think they can go all the way from the bottom of the ocean floor to Mars. I'm just saying. He's like the opposite of Hal.
Make your depth 65 feet. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> Mark this bearing, tough guy. Uh, see, I was making lots of funny jokes. <laughs> You know, I have seen one other movie about submarines. Sandwiches? Uh, down Periscope. Kelsey Grammer. Give me a break. Give me a break. Kit Kat. <laughs> watching a peep show. How are they going to send this message? They'd use a Morse code basically on the, there's a little light that flashes. Oh, cool. I hope he speaks good English. Talking yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds deep. You answer the question. I came here on a helicopter. What the? Sweet Sashimo Lassie. I love these guys. Do we know what he said to him this time yet? He told him to go someplace deep and if he was going to defect. Give me a ping. <laughs> Give me a ping. Paying me off a piece of that submarine. <laughs> I think they bought it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> South to Jamaica. 
Ooh, come on, pretty mama. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> 20 hours later. Boy, we've skipped ahead. This is a long movie. We missed something serious. <laughs> Mother of God! Oh, we do, do we? Sab Sabotage! <laughs> His winky face is over the top. This is a master class, Lex. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's picnic time. You ever had a picnic on top of a submarine? No. It's not fun. Don't do that. Okay. Women and children. For Just kidding. We don't allow women and children on submarines. These boats don't even have periscopes.
Krapski. What will he say? <laughs> oh, it's nice that all the men are singing as they do this. Captain's gonna cuddle the chips. <laughs> Rubber rafts, cut it out. This is hardly a fair fight, sir. Uh, now or now? I see where this is going. <laughs> and then 600 yet? Touchdown! They're getting pretty tricky.
Hello. <laughs> My name is Inigo Mandoya. Prepare to be submerged. Hey, you've seen that movie. I have. I'm willing to bet your life on it, sir. Whoa, whoa, this is a gun? And we're down. Well, when all you've got is a hammer. I should put a doorbell on this sucker. Who is it? <laughs> Come in. Ah! <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know, you spent this whole movie speaking English. He's shy. They're taking this is a great press opportunity with all the pictures they've taken. Hi. So, come here often? <laughs> Submarines, huh? Am I right? Could you please fix the goddamn lights? Basically. Yeah, I thought he doesn't smoke. It's olive branch. <laughs> Sweet, that's good. I would like for him to have a coughing fit right now. There you go. Hey, there he is. Americans can't hold their cigarettes. He's got a gun.
That's terrible, terrible accent. Baldwin's is pretty good. See, si, senor. <laughs> T. I worked really hard on that plan. <laughs> <laughs> Not the reaction I was hoping for. I I didn't get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Oh, jeez. You forgot about Stellan Skarsgård. No one forgets about Stellan Skarsgård. that guy <laughs> I thought he gave the ship to the Americans I can never remember what starboard means in Russian. No, go, go to them. Ooh, blue. Uh, Why doesn't he just reach over and do it himself? His his beard is scarier. (laughs) 
Hell, give me 125%. He's really torpedoing our plans. I'll give you authorization. That's not really the time, sir. <laughs> Wait, he acted stupidly? Shot through the heart. That was Bon Jovi. Too soon. <laughs> that quote is, I believe, a favorite of Phil Michaels. Just in case you need to shoot yourself. <laughs> hmm. What's but, sir? <laughs>
That's, so that's not bad. ideal. <laughs> I knew it's submarines. <laughs> Always a teacher. Those who can't play Sean Connery. There's only 12 and a half minutes left, guys. We're going to have to get some resolutions pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, that hardly seems fair. You're right. It's a double standard. Jack Ryan. Why is that guy Russian? What's the hurry? (laughs) Right hand rudder sounds like Twister. Jacket was really getting in the way. Yeah. (laughs) What does this do? Ooh, light. Alec Baldwin's Sean Connery impression is actually pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. That guy hates lights. Those are some bad effects. <laughs> yep. Nineteen ninety, man. Ooh, green ones. Ectoplasm. (laughs) It's a submarine. It doesn't fly. What's the matter, kid? Never seen a submarine before? (laughs) (laughs) 
Something tells me you're more than just an analyst now, Jack Ryan. Ben Stiller as... <laughs> It's a John McTiernan shot if I ever saw one. You never did. a good lesson. Well, I hope his scar is good. One day. <laughs> you know, submarines in the in the seaport river, just like you always see. Sure. Right there, actually. My father was a submarine.
Who let the dogs out? I'm still not ready. <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> we have that in common. I was an asshole. <laughs> Same as the old world. <laughs> I bet he's going to sleep on this flight. Dasvidanya, that's the Russian word I know. Like a baby. Crying with a diaper. <laughs> That's the same bear as Die Hard. No, that would be awesome, though. Oh, wow. It immediately wants me to play Patriot yes. games. Well, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Not tonight. Also, Clear and Present Danger and Crimson Tide. Uh, all good choices. Well, Lex. Yes, Dan. I have some good news for you. Is it that if I listen to the capsule edition of this episode, I just heard Chris Breen's great interstitial music? It is just that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Um, it is that you have seen now, finally, Stanley played it himself. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I saw. <laughs> you have now seen The Hunt for Red October. Indeed, I have. All of it. Not just a few I know, minutes I, worth. I, yeah. Did it live up to everything that you believed you had you had missed as a child? So certainly when I was you know nine or ten, as we discussed, uh, I had no idea what was going on in the couple minutes worth that I stayed awake for. Uh, I had some of that feeling even today, right? Especially early on, you have just some confusion. What whoa, the hell is going Steve on? Steve Syracuse was the Apprentice sound editor. I just want to point that out. For, Thank you. For our listener. Uh, John Syracuse. But I was <laughs> the one listener, the man for whom yeah. we make this show. Hi, John. I, uh, but no, I, I, so I understood a lot more this time than I did then. I think the combination of, you know, many years having passed and being awake for every minute of the movie really helped a lot. Plus all the expertise you've developed in submarines over the years. Right. Well, I, I am a, uh, a sub expert, if you will. I will. Um, I, I encourage you to. So I mean, and even given that, how did you how did you feel? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I thought it was okay. Oh, just okay. Just okay. But that's okay. Not not everything's going to be a slam dunk. I thought it was okay. I thought it felt long, and I think I would have thought it felt long even if I hadn't looked up its running time ahead of time. Sure. Um, it it definitely has a uh, it has it is long, and I think in some ways for me. 
it doesn't bother me as much because I feel I feel like I get really into it. But I understand that not everybody has that experience. Yeah, I mean, I have that experience with some movies. With this one, I guess I didn't. Um, you know, I I don't mind. You know, I can't think of what the words for all these narrative devices are. Maybe you'll know them, and maybe you won't. That's I think the only two possible outcomes. But you know, there's uh, the movie dances across the lines of sometimes you know more than some of the characters, and sometimes you don't. Uh huh. If you know what I mean. Sure. And I'm okay with all of that. But I think that the reason that I wouldn't say that I was, uh, like, the reason that I can feel the length is because given that I was never consistent, you know, sometimes I felt like they knew more than I did and sometimes I felt any more than they did. Like, it was hard for me to be totally into it. I was like, well, who's tricking me now, if that makes sense? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really, I love Cold War spy movies and this to me sort of scratches the itch of like the cold war thriller where it's like the cat and mouse game and it's kind of the secret war where you know you're trying to avoid everything going to hell and so everybody's being like oh what can we do that's not going to like you know immediately start terrible thing like right. nuclear war essentially are there other i mean is this a popular genre i think that there's um cold war spy of- films yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's certainly an element of it. Some of it goes way back to, like, you know, things like John le Carré, right? Like, there is definitely an element of that in, like, um, you know, some of his early works. Um, you know, Tom Clancy certainly at his height, you know, I think... I read a bunch of the Tom Clancy books when I was uh, probably in high school and college. Uh, I read all of them up to a certain point and just ate them up because I just really enjoyed the... Uh, uh, just the, the atmosphere of this, like ponderous huge war like machines these two war machines like facing off against each other and it seems like the slightest spark could you know cause that to ignite i mean and in this book i mean this is to my mind this is unquestionably his best book of the all the ones that i read gotcha um just because it's it's very it's so tense it's actually in some ways like it's a shorter i won't say it's a shorter read than the movie but like comparatively like it's not a long book um and it's one of those books that you start reading and you get like, I found at least very engrossing because there is so much of a cat and mouse game going on between the two submarines as they're trying to like suss out what's going on. Right. Um, and I really, I kind of dig that, that aspect of it. So um, the submarine thing, I don't know. I, I picked up a lot of the lingo. I don't know. Maybe I guess they do a better job of sort of spelling some of it out in the book where you can do that without sounding quite as forced. Right. Um, and here I feel like they kind of just throw you in the deep end. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, you know, there, there are moments early on where I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Uh, but I, I never felt lost, I guess, in terms of the lingo, because they, I think they, they do a fine enough job, even if I don't know exactly what it means, I, I, I have a sense of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I liked it and the story's interesting and it's got surprising twists and turns if it's your first time seeing it. Um, I guess, I don't know. There's something about it. Uh, and this was my fear going in, I guess, is that there's something about, I, I don't even have, so what I was going to say there's is something this, about Mary? there's something about Mary, there's something about the claustrophobic, um, you know, bottle episode feel, right? You, where most of the scenes mm-hmm. when you're not with James Earl Jones or with the, uh, you know, the diplomats, like you're, you're on the submarines, fine. That can, that can add to the thrilling aspect, but I think it felt like, uh, 
that things were more drawn out than they had to be. And this is not about the running time as much as just there were a few scenes where it's like really intense what's going to happen. But I don't know. For me, I've seen one let's slowly move our submarines heading a little bit to avoid the torpedo scene. I've seen them all. Um, that's kind of so like those elements lacked drama for me that I think maybe if this were my first movie of its ilk could have packed a mightier punch. I guess I feel like there's, you know, it, there's a deliberation to it, which I kind of enjoy that it's not, it's not a frantic movie. Right. Um, you know, in the way that many action movies are where it's like, we need to just hit you with explosion after, especially these days, you know, just like constant, you know, stunts, explosions, etc. And I kind of enjoy the slower pace where it's like, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, I enjoy the scene, for example, like where he turns into the torpedo because he knows that like they're going to hit it and it'll just bounce off them right. because it's not. But why not yet. not be a jerk and tell them that's what he's doing? Because <laughs> he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> the, the, um, you know, I, again, I, I, I think it was bad. Like I, I'm happy. To also, I feel like it. for him in that case, like maybe he's like only half. He's like, maybe this won't work. We'll all die. Yeah, but still, at least, you know, you're not going to get blamed if it doesn't work. Cause you'll all be dead. So <laughs> fair point. I, uh, I don't know. They'll all just wonder why he did that. But I, I will say, you know, against my better judgment, I do like Alec Baldwin. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great person necessarily, but he's really good in so many things. And I thought he was really good here. Um, and I especially like that he's playing, I mean, clearly, you know, playing yet another, well, not yet another, but he's playing, you know, a genius and somebody who's really smart and should be listened to and whatever. But at the same time, he's not, uh, you know, he's not James Bond or Jason Bourne. Right. He's yeah. A, yeah. a fish out of water. <laughs> yep. uh, and I like that. I thought that was well, a cool and, element. That is, I think that is what's cool. You know, what I enjoy about Jack Ryan as a character, it's surprising enough is that he is mostly a fish out of water, which is a little bit funny because spoiler late, much later on in this series of books, he eventually becomes president basically through a series of like mishaps and accidents. <laughs> and you kind of, I feel going to say like, yeah, it's kind of like in every book he's in like a different setting and thrown in and like kind of out of water and to the point where he ends up being president. I was like, that's really not a great resume to have. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I never really know what I'm doing. That's funny. I will say, you know, that moment where they, uh, where you are surprised because Sean Connery kills that guy who you wouldn't expect is going to get killed. And they, you know, before that happens and they're pushing in and then, okay, now that we've pushed in and we're zooming back out and now they're going to speak in English, but they're still in Russian. I thought that was weird. I thought that was weirdly handled. Yeah, I think they were trying to find a way to, uh, to do that, you know, to maintain a certain degree of verisimilitude, but obviously not wanting, you know, you can't have the, the actor speaking in Russian the whole film. Right. But the, I mean, it just feels like they called extra attention to it where I was expecting it to just happen subtly. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, again, it, it was clearly a deliberate choice. Right. It may not have been the right choice, but um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much just because, I mean, I knew it was coming, but it also, you know, I don't know if there's, I feel like if you just did it salty, like subtly, everyone would be like, what? What is happening? Wait, <laughs> are they speaking English now? Do I know Russian all of a sudden? <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I like this movie a lot because I feel like there's a lot of, um, a lot of good parts in there. You know, in terms of there's a lot of good actors, there's a lot of good uh, back and forth between them, and I find it very tense and very and very gripping. Um, but I understand that that's it does not that's maybe more about my taste in movies than uh, you know everybody 
this being a universally beloved film, though I think it's a pretty good film. Does it? Does did you? You said beforehand that Netflix thought you were going to give it a three point five. Would you put it in the three point five, or is that too? High? I'd probably put it closer to like the three. Okay. Um, and so you said you know it's a lot of good actors, good performances. Most of the actors who I thought did really well, I didn't know their names. Like I thought, I thought Alec Baldwin was was good. Uh, Sean Connery, I always just think is kind of a parody of himself. I don't even like. I don't know when Sean Connery is being sincere. <laughs> Anymore. I just I just enjoy him as an actor. Like I just enjoy him. And yeah, you're totally right. Like there is definitely an element of like Sean Connery's like Sean Connery going to be Sean Connery. But I still enjoy him for who he is. Yeah. And I can see that. But I I mean I liked I don't even know the characters names here, but I, I the the experienced sonar guy for the US, I like him. Jonesy. Yeah, that's Courtney B. Vance. I don't understand um, why the other guy is there. Like in the beginning, it's like, oh, here's this other guy who's not nearly as good at Zonar and is kind of getting trained on the job. And like, Yeah, I, I basically think he's there to be trained. Right. I, I thought he was going to be there so that we could do constant exposition via him. Uh, but they really only use him in the beginning. And then he's never really, he's just kind of there for the rest of the movie. He's <laughs> the back, backup Sonar guy. Yeah. You always need a backup Sonar guy. He is one of, I, yeah, I really enjoy him. And there's a lot of stuff with him in the book where he's like trying to find you know, the, the ship and stuff like that. And that's, I, I enjoy him as a character. Um, and I like, I really like, um, I think it's Scott Glenn plays the captain of the U S submarine, the kind of hard ass guy. I really like him. I think he's, you know, he's, he's gotten, you know, he's, he's got, he's a guy with a, with a job to do, but he's also a little bit of a, you know, loose cannon of his own and Sam Neill and yeah. Lots of lots of. I feel like there's lots of good people. Not a strong movie for women. <laughs> not a lot of. Female no, not very many women there at all. I will say, um, I think of all the John McTiernan films I know I've seen, I prefer Die Hard. Die Hard is I I would agree a better movie, uh, but yeah. So there's a. It's not as good a movie as Die Hard, um, but I still really enjoy it. I would say. Of submarine movies that I've seen, <laughs> and I have seen a surprising number of submarine movies. It's probably my favorite. I, like I said while we were watching it, I, the only other submarine movie I can think of offhand that I've seen is uh, is McHale's Navy, which was just terrible. So you went with Down Periscope. Oh, right, that's what right? I meant. That's actually what I yeah, meant. Yeah. Down Periscope. Kevin, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, that's that guy from I Cheers. Oh, it's uh, wait, which Kelsey Grammer? Cheers? I think he's Kelsey in that. Grammer. Yes, yes. Um, and that's a terrible movie. So I, I have never seen it. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I like. I I was actually I went into this with higher hopes because I was like you know I haven't seen this in a long time and it's going to be kind of you know thriller and submarines like how can you go wrong? But I, for some reason it didn't it didn't blow me away. You evaded the torpedo that was the hunt for Red October. I would say I evaded the torpedo that was the hunt for Red October. Yes. That's really that's that's quite a turn of phrase you put. There. Thank you. Um, well, I will say the Jack Ryan character has been played numerous other times, including in the two movies that follow this by Harrison Ford, who I can never quite like. I love Harrison Ford. Love Harrison Ford. For some reason, though, Jack Ryan will always be Alec Baldwin to me just because I like. I didn't see the Patriot Games in Clear and Present Danger for many years. Uh, I had a thing where I kept watching the first 10 minutes of Clear and Present Danger and invariably something would come up. So I don't think I saw it for like years after I saw this. Um, it's a little weird because as far as the book chronology goes, Patriot Games actually happens before the Hunt for Red October. Uh, interesting. And so it's like Harrison Ford flanking Alec Baldwin. He's Harrison Ford. Now he's Alec Baldwin. Now he's Harrison Ford. Gotcha. And then when you get into like the modern remakes, they did one with Ben Affleck, The Sum of All Fears, um, which is another one of the books that is really the last 
probably the last like 50 pages of some of all fears is one of the like most gripping thrillers I've ever read. Okay. It basically involves Jack Ryan trying to stop a nuclear war between Russia and the United States. And it's, uh, yeah, it's something. Um, Does he then, succeed? No, everybody dies. <laughs> but it's weird because they, they keep rebooting and doing things and like discount. So like Morgan Friedman is in that movie. As, <laughs> no relation, like, Jack, by the way. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Jack Ryan's mentor, but he does not play, for example, the James Earl Jones role. He plays someone else. Gotcha. Um, who is not a character from any of the books that I remember. Um, also, I had such a hard time because in the character, there's another major character in his book called named John Clark, who's like a Navy SEAL. Um, and in Some of All Fears, I believe he's played by Liv Schreiber, who I think can kind of pull it off. And then in Clear and Present Danger, which is the earlier one where you meet him for the first time, he's played by Willem Dafoe, who I think is totally miscast. (laughs) Um, So that's a little weird. And then most recently, last year, there was a movie called Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, in which uh, Jack Ryan is played by Chris Pine. Yeah, you mentioned that one. I've never even heard of that one. I've heard of all the others. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It came out like over last winter. Um, And I watched it a couple of weeks ago just because I was home alone. It was like, oh, I'll watch the crappy Jack Ryan movie or whatever. It was not great. It it had a couple moments, but like that's a tough character to put into the into a modern reboot. I think in some ways. Yeah. So I want you to know, and this might surprise you. Your your joke was actually legit. That the the teddy bear that Jack Ryan takes home with him is the same one that McLean had at the start of is Die it? Hard. Yeah, really, it's the same bear. I did not. I that was totally a joke. Yeah. It's, is, does that bear appear in all of John McTiernan's films? Uh, I don't know. I just know that it was the same bear. That's is he credited in Die Hard as well? I don't believe so. Okay, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I would like to see this bear develop an extensive filmography. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, the reason I would say I didn't like it more is it it wanted me to care more than I was capable of about some of the actual uh, not the not the details of of submarine manning but just i don't know it it got it got more caught up in um what to me were the less interesting details like the uh, i wanted more thrill and less let me understand why i'm defecting from russia and whatnot i don't know i i blame me Uh, i don't i think the movie's fine i think that i'm just flawed all right above or below la confidential uh that's a good question i think i i liked la confidential more Really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Because you were you, I felt like you were very negative about LA Confidential. Yeah, I mean, I liked LA Confidential a little bit, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you enjoyed it a little yeah. bit. I was surprised you didn't, you didn't like it more. But okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I would say I liked it more. someday. Than someday we'll both do, we'll just do rankings of all the movies yes. that we've watched, and we'll, we'll post those. I would say start I, overall, I think that I'm trying. I have to think of the whole list now. I mean, I was going to say that I, I think I like some of the Hudson, the Hudson Hawk. I think I like some of the season one movies more than some of the season two movies. But then I was thinking, well, I really like Hudson Hawk, and that was a lot of fun. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, we should do that. Now I am 100 percent certain, and I, it came up while we were watching, and I'm just keeping the Alec Baldwin streak alive. Oh, here. okay. I see where you're going. But, here. Uh, I am 100 percent convinced you will enjoy next week's movie. Um, is it? Is it about a is it about a small vale somewhere in Scotland? Uh, no, a valley, if you will. It is not. Uh, um, but I think you are. You know nothing about. Is it about Scotch? Do you, do you know nothing about what the movie's about? 
Uh, I know a little bit about what the movie's about. The movie is Glenn um, Gary, Glenn Ross, for those of you who didn't watch yeah. along with us. I asked Dan during the movie, have you seen that? And he said he has not. I have not. Um, but I do know it is a David Mamet film, and I've seen many other David Are you a Mamet fan of Mr. Mamet? I actually am a fan good. of David Mamet. So I think we'll be in good shape. I will say, one, I just watched the movie like two weeks ago, but I like it so much that I'm happy to watch it with you again. And two... Some, uh, you know, uh, f- uh, five by five recently did some kind of special where they I watched. I think it. they did. Yeah, Merlin Man. I yeah. think did it with and, uh, Dan Benjamin. It's it's so good that more than one podcast can be devoted to it. Well, I I actually am really looking forward to it. That's long been on my list of uh, of movies to see. And as I said, I am a David Mamet fan. Um, so I I think I will I think I will really like. Yeah, it. Yeah, I have a lot to say to you about it even before we watch it. I think, um, but I'll wait until next time. That sounds fair. Well, I'm, I'm appreciative that I've been able to cross the Hunt for Red October off my list. It's, uh, it's you know, I, I agree with your assessment that it's a movie that m- more people have seen than haven't of our age or generation or something. Yeah, it, there's a certain amount of... It's a weird movie also because as we alluded to at the beginning, it's a movie from 1990 about, you know, it takes place in 1984. So, you know, it's set in a certain world, right, where it's like the Cold War is at its you know kind of at its uh not exactly peak but like you know it's on its way out right like you know those 1980s it's it's the cold war is coming to a close but nobody has really quite gra- gra- you know grasped that fact yet but looking at it from the lens of the 1990s as the as the cold war has just been ushered out essentially yeah you know that's a it's a weird position to be in <laughs> Um, I would say, like, you know, last week, there's something about Mary, I don't think set in the Cold War. They never specify specifically, but I don't think, I don't think that I would was. tend to tend to agree with you. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it at least a little bit, and now you can retire to Montana in peace. Well, <laughs> thanks, Dan. I'll see you next time. Bye, Lex. Bye. Alec Baldwin is on his way here. <laughs> here? But I, I haven't done my hair. <laughs>